0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Happy birthday to Abby from Queensland, Australia. Abby, I hope for your birthday you got a pet cat that can turn into a dragon, and a hat that makes you invisible, and a crystal ball that lets you see into the future, and a big bucket of goofballs. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a desert wizard who can control the sands of the desert and command the animals who live there. Thanks for listening, Abby. And another fan from Australia, Juniper, from New South Wales, shared an awesome self-portrait wearing the fart belt. So good! Juniper, I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a tree wizard. And you can grow trees in an instant. And you can teleport through any tree all over the world. Thanks for listening, Juniper. Today's episode is titled, Oh Come On, This Is Ridiculous, Why Do I Keep Falling Through Portals and Traveling to Strange Places, Part 2? Except just to keep things short, let's call it Back to the Valley, Part 2. June beamed with pride as she rode Mystic into the Valley Town Dojo outdoor training area. She was feeling confident after finding the dojo without getting attacked by cave trolls. The ninjas all rushed to meet her, and Bulise reached up and took Rye for some cuddles. June, what are you doing here? asked Master Momo. Fall in another fairy ring? he joked. Yeah, I did. Well, Mystic here did anyway. I tried to steer her away, but she had a mind of her own, said June. Are you serious? I was joking, said Momo. What are the odds you fall through a fairy ring again and then come back here? Wild stuff. You should probably stay away from fairy rings in the future, said Old Witch Tubes. It sounds like they just open up for you. Trust me, I will, said June. But for now, is there any chance some of you could help me back to the river in Troll Mountain so I can get home again? Bad news, dude, began Tim. Words around that uh, since the last time you were there, the Soothsayer has set up shop inside Troll Mountain and allied with the Trolls. It's probably, like, the most unsafe place in existence right now, so that's a hard no. June looked among the faces of the other ninjas, hoping for someone else to pipe up about another option, but no one did. Oh, um, okay, well, I guess I can stay here for a little while. June wasn't quite sure what to do now, and she felt her only option was to wait until she came up with something else. Oh, there's probably something you can do to get home, said Tubes, walking up from behind the ninjas. There's all kinds of possibilities around here, wouldn't you say, she asked the ninjas. I'm sure we could think of something. The ninjas began to brainstorm some ideas. Well, you could always just go looking for more fairy rings, suggested Ray. Seems like they all just turn into portals for you. Yeah, but what are the odds it sends her back home? Asked Bulis, "If a fairy ring can send her anywhere, then it's kind of a gamble that it might send her to some crazy unknown place." Well, you could always just live here," said Ben Ben. Tatiana elbowed him. "She's not just going to leave her family, Ben Ben. She's a kid who wants to get home." What about the crystal dragon? Suggested Tim. How can the crystal dragon help? She hates humans. Last time I tried to get her to help, she knocked me off a mountain with her tail and said, "If I ever see you again, I'll eat you." Said Momo. Anyway, she can't teleport people. She can only like see into other dimensions and stuff. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that crystal ball that that bizard had down in the in the southern swamps. Began Tim. Ray interrupted. Oh yeah. Uh-oh, what if we found a teleporting crystal ball and then the crystal dragon could use it to teleport to the other dimensions she sees? Exactly what I was thinking, said Tim. I bet if she eats the crystal ball, then she'll gain its powers. Tim, buddy, sometimes I think you have a regular sized brain and also a tiny brain in your head. And right now you're using the tiny brain because this idea is bonkers, said Momo. Actually, said Tubes. Her face was scrunched up as she considered the possibilities. I think, I I think this might work. The powers of the crystal dragon and the right crystal ball are probably on the same magical frequencies. If, if, If I find a way to pair them up, then we could, uh... Tubes was thinking hard about how this could all work out. Well, in that case, I wish you all the best, said Momo. I decided long ago that I did not want to be eaten by a dragon, and so I will not be joining you. And I certainly hope she doesn't eat any of you, but, uh, you know, just in case, I may be interviewing some new ninja candidates while you're away. Tubes rolled her eyes. Oh, whatever, Momo. Come on, ninjas, let's get started figuring this out. We have to try and locate the crystal dragon. She's notoriously reclusive, and I don't know if anyone even knows where she lives. June followed Tubes and the others back to the rock fields where they all prepared for their journey. Eventually, they were all standing around a large table with maps and adventuring supplies. Some ninjas were packing bags and others were reviewing the maps. Momo said he encountered the crystal dragon here, at the top of Crane Mountain, but that was years ago, and I'm sure she has since moved on, Tubes said, pointing at the map. Do you have a crystal ball? asked June. No, we do not, but that part shouldn't be too difficult, said Tubes. I I have some contacts that may know where one is. June felt a little bit out of place as everyone scrambled around getting prepared for the mission. She didn't really know what to do with herself, until Old Witch Tubes told her to go into the potion closet and pick out some things for the mission. Oh, but, but I don't know how to do magic, said June. That's okay, they're just potions. They do the magic for you, said Tubes. June entered a long closet with shelves on either side from the floor to the ceiling. Potions of all kinds, hundreds and hundreds of colorful liquids in glass jars and powders and pouches, each one with a small handwritten label explaining what it did. Invisibility, strength, flight, fart powder, fire breathing... June read them out loud as she perused Tubes' extensive collection of magical items. She carefully took some off the shelves and put them in a bag Tubes had given her. She grabbed invisibility, farsight, and a few more before Tubes entered and grabbed some for herself. Okay, then, if you're all done, I think we'll go ahead and be on our way, said Tubes. The group traveled north to Beechwood Beach and boarded their ship, it was big enough that they were each able to bring their own horses and keep them below deck. Tim and Ray even thought it would be hilarious to bring along one of the mini-horses from Tubes' farm for June's cat, Rye, to ride on. And they were right. A cat riding on a mini-horse was hilarious, and little Rye loved it. As the boat took off, June got caught up on the plan. So where are we going right now? She asked. Bulis who was holding a loudly purring rye, answered. We're headed to City Island. It's a massive city that stretches up to the clouds, situated on every inch of an island a few days from here. Tube says she knows somebody there who might have a line on a crystal ball. Have any of you been there before? Is it dangerous? June asked. No and yes, answered Tatiana. The place is the most densely packed city in the world. There's danger around every corner. Her tubes has been there before, but we never have. Hopefully, we'll just be in and out, because the real challenge is going to be finding the Crystal Dragon. I'm sorry, you guys, said June. She felt guilty about causing them so much trouble, taking them all away from their dojo just to help her. Again. Honestly, I'd rather be out here on this adventure than back home training every day with Momo, said Bulis, And the others grinned and nodded their heads in agreement. This put June at ease and she went to helping the others raise the sales. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com Send all your drawings and shout-out requests to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com Adios!